0: Basically about two weeks after I got cleared hot and fully accredited, a um, guy came in. He was, you know, an older 91-year-old guy wow. uh, with his um with his wife and his older daughter. And he he breaks out this little uh, folder that's got these like carbon copy DD 214s, like the little and I'm like, what the f- what is this? And I start looking at it 1952, 1950, like old school, like uh, he was in the Korean War um, as a, a Marine Infantry guy. He did one tour in Korea, two tours in Vietnam, and he comes in, and he's pretty much coherent. I mean, he's, you can definitely tell he's got a little bit of dementia, and he's um, you know really trying to hold on to the memories. But he's just happy to still be alive. And I'm like, God, I might. We ended up able to get him for the very first time, uh, right out the gate. We w- took him from nothing to a hundred percent got him uh wow got him up there and they backdated him uh, because a lot of it was agent orange so they backdated it to early 2022 so he got you know not a ton of money um but to him i mean it was life-changing
1: battle line podcast uh second appearance by chris widmore uh on this episode marine i feel i always feel like uh, is it whitmore or whittemore i don't know so i yeah, thought I like it was whitmore
2: some, but it might whitmore be whittemore probably. the ways but i thought it was what chris will tell us it man. probably I, is
1: I, but yeah marine yeah. scout sniper 18 years of service um including several combat deployments first wrote this book tired of triumph and now is tired of triumph too um so i think you guys are gonna like this interview a lot um man you know what I, before we um uh, you know get to the interview i was gonna say real quick uh, we have so many listeners from all over the country. We spoke about this on the last um, Q and A episode. So, if we have any listeners in Hawaii who are impacted by what's going on there with the wildfires, prayers for you guys. I mean, I, you know, we talk about in this episode. We'll talk about the government mishandling things, and I feel like they're completely dropping the ball on this one. When I hear that they're giving families like seven hundred dollars in, yeah. in a state that's like more expensive to live than any other state it's you know 700 dollars. I know could help people in some areas of the country like that could pay their rent for a month not in Hawaii why is more yeah. expensive to live in than New York or California so um you know hopefully if, if any of you any of you are impacted prayers for you guys out there
2: yeah God bless y'all and, and I, I just remember this guy I think we forget these things when it's time to vote and time to go and elect people for offices remember guys what what's going on and and I am with you man money and you do I you see all the memes and all that out there money going to Ukraine and not going to well there is some truth to that and, and Hawaii is last I checked uh one of the <laughs> 50 states for United States of America and they should be getting taken care of and they're not again so they're not they're some other state we had the train wreck and now we, in, in Ohio and now we've got and the the United States is not stepping up to take care of their own so I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I I don't watch the news a whole bunch but i'm seeing that and it, it being somebody who was left behind by their own government and not even on that grand a scale i, I feel for you guys so uh you know if, if i was president i'd believe me i'd be helping you i promise you that and that's my next <laughs> campaign president. slogan to yeah. to you. i got too much in the closet man i would never make it no way, <laughs> no way.
1: <laughs> and i feel the same I, i'll never be in politics but um yeah i just wanted to mention that um, I wanted to mention also real quick, we have another Q&A episode coming up. So any questions for us, Podcast at gmail.com, anything you've ever wanted to ask us. And then actually was on. I was on a call with him today for something completely unrelated, but I did see friend of the show, Luke Ryan, um, just got engaged to Kenna, who uh, actually was there when, we, when he did the first podcast yeah. with us in studio. So they've been dating a long time. I mean, we've been doing this show just about four years. He was one of the first episodes. So um, congrats to Luke. Yeah, congrats. He's actually buddy. doing, uh, you know, some stuff independently now. Like, I don't know if you guys know Luke recently left Black Rifle Coffee and he's now like freelancing social media for a bunch of different businesses. And that's, that's actually why I hit him up because I need him to help out with my stuff with Adam with uh, Nidus. And then I was like, maybe you can help us out with uh, this podcast. Because I said to him, just truthfully I was like I think we have a pretty good podcast and maybe you'll beat that out because at the front of the show uh Harold but I, I feel like we're pretty effing good podcast and I don't think we you know get the right amount of listenership for what we're doing and he, you know he was like I agree and you know maybe you'll be able to help us out with that because um you know I I enjoy what we're doing I do think there are podcasts that are uh outdoing us in terms of the streams and uh i i wonder what we're doing wrong what we're you know what we could be doing better and there's always room to improve but anyway i i don't want to take up too much time before we get to this interview we actually do talk about cbd in depth during the interview and both of us of course big proponents of cbd big proponents of magnesium supplements with over 700 five-star customer reviews ned's mellow magnesium is an instant hit Nourish your entire body with Ned's proprietary super blend with three forms of chelated magnesium, GABA, L-theanine, and over 70 trace minerals. It propels memory, mood, brain function, stress response, nerve, and muscle health, and, of course, sleep. And about 75% of Americans are deficient in it. Great supplement. Also, um, man, I love the brain blend if you want to check that one out uh, for the CBD because it's great. It's a nootropic mixed with cbd so it's great for your brain functioning as well as sleep as well as alleviating any pain or any of that stuff you have um and yeah you know, we get in depth with that with chris so uh ned's mellow magnesium is now available on amazon but you'll get the best deal through us as a first time customer when you go to helloned.com battle line or add the code battle line at checkout that's h-e-l-l-o-n-e-d.com Slash battle line. And with that, let's get right over to quit Chris. I said quiz. You don't have to edit that out. Chris Whitmore.
3: From Kansas City to New York City, from planet Earth to extraterrestrial life in space, a podcast with no equal, engaged in unconventional warfare through your speakers and headphones. This is a show about embracing the suck, conquering your demons, and finding God in the face of adversity. Chris Tonto
2: which is on. Motherfucker, I'm going to shoot you in the face.
3: Ian Scotto.
2: You know, Ian and (laughs) I have been dating for a long time.
3: You are now tuned into The Battle Line Podcast.
1: Awesome. switch is on Battleline podcast and back on the podcast for the second time is a guy i really enjoyed having on honestly chris Whitmore, uh marine scout sniper 18 years of service including several combat deployments just two of them though were ramadi iraq in, in 2005 fallujah iraq in 2007. so if you guys um you know after this want to check out the first interview it was episode 136 talking about this book terror to triumph which side note I remember saying you I was like this is such a badass cover and then you got the shirt made by grunt style based on the (laughs) cover and I was like it makes sense it's a great cover and now you have this book terror to triumph 2 which truthfully is a totally different book I mean this is this is your memoir and the new book terror to triumph 2 is poetry is is but and poetry about combat poetry about the VA poetry about you know struggles people have with addiction uh there are poems in there about 9 11 and i i thought you did a great job because of the fact that a book like this you really have to spend a ton of time getting right and i feel like the new book is more you just getting these feelings out in short poems and you know it, although the subject matter may be tough it's an easy read in terms of you could just pick this up and read through the poems pretty quickly and and they're they're well done man you did a good job
0: appreciate that man appreciate it it was uh but yeah, most definitely the the first one took, oh geez, probably a, a year of back and forth and all that stuff. The um uh, the second book, um, believe it or not, I I'd been writing uh writing poems out and stuff like that for a while. And I came across this um this box that I had and all these you know different notepads from deployments and stuff like that, and started flipping through them and I'm like, hmm and so uh sent a few feelers out to people i'm like oh what do you think of these what do you think of those and they really liked them i was like, you know what i'm gonna put them in a book let's let's flip the script completely um but and um yeah a lot of them my goal was not to just write um, you know just the uh all military stuff but i wanted to throw some of the um poems out there for you know like life lessons military like you said military va uh the addiction recovery one actually, um, and that that's the craziest one out of all of them that are in there. That's the the I don't even know how or why that even happened, but um, my wife, who is a uh, behavioral health therapist up at a uh, in a, an addiction facility up in Kenya Lake, about an hour away from here, uh, lost one of her clients that she was super close with. Uh, she left left the rehab center where she works. Um, about 30 days later, um, uh, succumbed to the demons, overdosed, um, on, uh, heroin and fentanyl and ended up passing away. Uh, wife took it really hard, um, came home, started talking to my wife, um, about it, you know, trying to help her, uh, get through it. And then all of a sudden, uh, she lays down to try and take a, take a power nap. And I'm like, hmm, and just started thinking about like going to the VA, the pharmacy, the bags full of pills uh that we all remember so well you know the just the pill mill and it, it just kind of came flooding out um and that last poem was actually written in about 30 minutes um, and it, it's just been it was really uh rewarding to get all of that out to kind of clear my head um, some of them came out at like three in the morning I, like woke up and i just i had to like write some stuff down because i couldn't uh couldn't go back to sleep it just woke me up out of the blue and i'm like what What is this and um it's just it's crazy talking to uh some of the guys i know who've written songs and stuff i'm like does this happen to you guys like when you're writing songs and they're like all the time i'm like well i hope it stops because i don't want to get up at three in the morning you know to start like writing stuff but it's um uh yeah it's been a wild uh wild journey since the last time uh i was on here with you guys and the best part is though the Wi-Fi and internet are 800 times better <laughs> here. And there's not going to be any freezes or drops or anything like that. So um, I'm looking forward to it. And again, thank you guys so much for having me on oh. a second
2: time, especially. Nah, it's an honor. And, and you can't, I mean, you can't see it really, but there it <laughs> is right there. There's I, my my one, my signed books that I really do cherish. Not that I don't cherish all the signed books I have, everybody <laughs> out there. I don't <laughs> piss anybody off, but I have like a, two tough box fulls but if you can see the little red slip right? there's Chris's poems but hey buddy you know when you're writing those things you talk about you and your wife going through and losing a client or I didn't say a client but a what what do you call it? Losing a patient or or a, I guess she would call it a confidant more than anything what about your own addictions? You know, and I don't know if we really got into much of that, or if you even had any. Uh, we all, but I, I'm I'm saying you may have whether it be I, I'm not saying illegal, but prescription. We all have as far as the VA goes. You know, as, as far as taking antidepressants or painkillers, you know, whatever it is, whether it's oxy or Demerol or something like that uh, to help ease it, uh, ease the pain, whether mentally or physically. When you're writing that stuff, where your own past addictions were they coming up and and i i want to hear what you were thinking because i think there's a lot of veterans out there that want to hear it. hey yeah his wife and he wrote it because of her but what about what about him because if he was going through it and they were helping him maybe this is something i should do to exercise the demons literally and figuratively that's not you know it's not self-destructive
3: Yeah,
0: no, for sure. Um, and uh, and I always love to, to share the, uh, you know, pass the light to others and kind of keep the light off me most of the time. But uh, that is a great question. I know, um, after every deployment, um, coming back from Iraq, Afghanistan, um, all this, the highs, lows, everything in that first book, there was a huge problem. There wasn't, um, and I think I even put a little bit in the book, there wasn't many nights where I didn't, uh, uh see the bottom of a bottle just to sleep because I I couldn't um there was uh you know the pills the ambient the um like all that crap that the docs would throw at us um uh, on the plane ride over the plane ride back um and it, it was it was a mess getting out going through the med board process um it was it was um it was a pill no you know I, I had a bunch of surgeries and. You know the back surgery started out with the 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 back steroid pain injections then it went to here's the the norco here's the um you know this pill that pill uh, of course the motrin 800 milligrams uh, <laughs> yeah. you know it's uh that, that does everything this just wonderful for everybody um and, and then you know uh in the va at one point or uh, no check that before i got out the military had me on Oh my God. uh, Meloxicam, Neurotin, PTSD, uh, insomnia pills, uh, sleeping pills. I I think I was on like eight or nine pills. Wow. um, For God, for years. And when I finally got out, I really uh, wanted to cut back because it it was wake up, take a handful of pills, take a handful of pills to go to sleep, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Um, And all you, all you become is like numb. You can't feel uh, you can't feel anything well you're a I zombie is-
2: you literally are zombie apocalypse apocalypse you're <clears throat> you know people are oh, you're gonna have a zombie apocalypse well we actually are in one with that people take pills because you are you're in a daze you're yeah. I, I remember being in a daze all the time too that's why I had to get I was like I can't live like this I'm I'm no. yeah I'm I'm leveled out but I'm drugged up 24 7 or I'm or I'm hung over because I helped yeah. help assist with yeah uh, you're you're spot on I, I keep going bro i i just i'm in agreement with you completely and that's that's a. I I got another question i gotta follow up after you finish because i got another thing on that
0: and i think the, you know um, just like you said uh you know coming out of that haze i just i i think it, and it just came to me you know i was like god i've got to change this up i can't i mean i'm 30 pounds plus over what I normally weigh. I'm wow. sitting around lethargic, watching TV, not doing anything, um, eating crap, drinking, and I'm just ballooning up. And I was like, God, like pre-COVID, oh my God, I was probably 218, 220 uh, wow. during the COVID thing, dropped down to, um, and maintaining uh, about 180 to 185. Uh, Cause all I do is, uh, work out i mean i'm in pain uh with my knees my back you know it, it's one of those things that i had a great time great career did some things that i probably regret now carrying all that weight you know i know uh <laughs> you, you in the special office community carried a lot of weight as well you know which who knew that was bad for your knees and back <laughs> um and uh you know so now i'm going through the. Um, the pain injections they've done I've gone through three rounds of cortisone in the knees uh just had my second round of gel shots in the knees um next up is the prp but um the doc wants to say yeah we're going to give you these shots but here check out this and i could just see him start scribbling on his little uh script pad and i'm like you might as well stop because i'm not going to take them and i would rather be in pain but be able to still like feel and do things and be a normal, yeah. not a zombie, yeah. than to yeah, I, I'm not gonna be in pain. But I mean, who wants to live in that that shell of a life again? Like I definitely don't. Um and, you know, now I, I'm, you know, a football official uh for high school and uh, and college, um uh, at the division two II and three, you know, the lower level, but uh um I swear the older I get, the faster they get. Um, <laughs> but it's <laughs> Um, but it's, great. I mean, it's, it's great overcoming and getting out of that fog was liberating. I mean, I hate to use that word for it, but it was so liberating to no longer be controlled by, um, I mean, I'm leaving the VA with a grocery bag full of different pills. And I'm (laughs) like, this is stupid. Or you get them in the mail and your whole mailbox is packed full of like (laughs) these prescriptions. And I'm like, what am I doing? you know and my wife and i talk about it i'm like this has got to stop so i i cut um i'm only on two i was on eight i'm down to uh, only being on two none of them are the heavy duty like narcotic pain pills or anything like that they're just the ptsd mental um medicine and then the uh you know of course have the the motrin on standby if i need the You know,
2: you got to have the acetaminophen or the, or the, what's the ibuprofen? I mean, that's as, as long as you're not taking 20 of those, dude, I'm, I can't take ibuprofen anymore or the Motrin because I have Crohn's disease, but I can still take Tylenol. Oh yeah, and yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and shameless
1: plug—you can still take Ned CBD. They want
2: to take Ned CBD. That promo code, the CBD, <laughs> the CBD does help. I ain't gonna lie; it does end the pain, pain rub. And yeah, I know we're throwing them, <laughs> but I do take that stuff as as well. Or just say take—I ingest it, and then I rub <laughs> that stuff on uh, where wherever I do have some soreness instead of the icy hot. But but really, yeah, I I I, I think. Yeah, you're right. Because when we when I was hopped up on all those, especially the antidepressant, anti-anxiety, antidepressant pills, you do you you just feel like life's just going by, and, and you're you're just missing, it, and you don't care. And it's supposed to help you come up, or it's supposed to help you bring you down. Honestly, why'd we join? We joined because we love that roller. That's what we wanted. <laughs> true. I mean, that's so why do I want to live like this? Uh, that's I got off it as quickly as I could, and it was it was difficult. And I
1: that's so I well want to, said too. That's so what, well said.
2: Well, thanks, buddy. And and uh, I guess my question is is you know, to get off that, I struggled for a little bit to get off that. I did because uh, because uh, then sometimes I would be way too high, and I had to figure out how to to calm that down. That was and I had to get back to working out. That's what did it. Physical fitness is that what got you back to where? Once you started to wean yourself off of it, you know, we do hit those nights, those demons really hit us hard. But instead of going back to the pills, what did you do to, to not go back to the pills? Especially when those demons hit, well, you said three in the morning, you started to write, what else did you do? Or was that what you did? You just, that's what I did. 3 a.m. Those demons are hitting, I'm writing it down. This is constructive, it's positive, And I'm not taking those pills anymore. Or did you do other things uh, aside from that? Like myself, I, I worked out, I get up and run at 3 a.m i couldn't sleep that's what i do so uh yeah what what was your experience when you're trying to wean them off, wean off those those antidepressants antidepressants and those anti-anxiety uh, post traumatic stress pills i guess is what we can call them ptsps yeah, <laughs> the, the,
0: the, the bag full of stuff but yeah no i mean it was a lot of uh a lot of writing um was the uh the big thing and i'm actually uh due to my new job i'm, I'm working on a, a third book as well a few chapters in already Uh, So that's going to be coming out pretty soon. Um, but uh, but yeah, it it was writing and for a long time, you know, I started to get into that. Oh, my knees, my back hurts, I can't run. Uh, uh," you know, that whole feel sorry for yourself thing. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: and and just and start like you said, those demons, they were like grabbing at me, and I'm like, all right, I can't run because it hurts, but what what can I do? And so uh, my wife's like, you know what? We're surrounded by military bases that all have uh, giant pools and you always love to swim. Yeah. So now I'll go uh before work um re, uh, usually about 4 days a week hit the pool or hit the pool at lunch and um you know swim 10 15 laps or whatever just to to burn um burn some calories, energy and it's uh, it's made a world of difference. You know, I, I I sometimes will get caught up like I think a lot of people do in the oh, here comes another limitation. But it's really hard to say, you know what, yeah, that's a limitation, but look what else I can do now. Yeah. Um, and things like, you know, I've never was, oh, let's go to the pool and swim laps. But now that that's my, my source and something I enjoy, it, it's no longer, uh, I can't run. It's like, yeah. yes, let's go, let's go swim some laps and burn some energy. Um, and truth be told, coming out of the pool, I've never been so exhausted like that, leaving a gym, throwing weights around. Like the pool will I tell my wife all the time, because we watch these different shows, I'm like, water is a great equalizer. <laughs> like it, it it will like it, it'll teach you a quick lesson really fast. And um and I absolutely love swimming though. And that seems to be helping uh the back, the knees. It's not uh, you know, do I want to go up there and hit the the trails and run miles and miles and miles like I did before? Of course. But now I realize like I'm on the bubble for that double knee replacement because it's all just bone on bone at this point. Yeah, and I'm like, do I want to be in pain or do I want to still be able to work out and enjoy myself? Pretty easy, uh, easy decision. But it, it's, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing that would help anyone is find that that passion, even if it's something different. Like, you know, for like you and I and others, you know, the the kicking in the doors being the first in, uh, you know, CQB stuff is is done i mean leave that for the young guns the little 21 year olds who are like coming out of high school they're whoo you know they're ready to go um and and you don't have to reinvent yourself but i mean find something that you've never done before you're like "Mm, skiing or like sled hockey or you know swimming uh biking like whatever and and just like grab onto that and just become a better version of yourself get off those damn pills and just start enjoying life again outside of that fog. Because at that point, I think that takes care of the mental part. Once you're out of the fog and you're enjoying life, I think that starts to push down. Yeah, the demons are still there. The demons are still going to be there. I mean, I've got yeah. a whole book full of them, yeah. you know, but um, but I really think being active and out of that fog the pills provide it lets you escape mentally. it lets you escape that fog physically and mentally um and that's when you can really start living uh, that productive life were, were you
1: able to when you wanted to get off the pills and were you able to find the right doctors who were supportive of that because I can tell you for me right I and I, I have totally different background than you guys I'm not foreign military but I've discussed this on the podcast there was a, you know actually you know just a dark point in my life that I was going through believe it or not truly some of the stuff Chris has said prior to us doing this podcast inspired me at that time but I did uh, go to a therapist for about a year. He did have me do a psychiatric evaluation. And in my head, I was like, this guy's going to put me on something and I, I don't want that. And truthfully, after I went through it, the guy was like, you know, you have a depression that a lot of other people go through. He goes, I could prescribe you something right now, but if you don't want to, then I'm not going to. And that actually made me feel great that it wasn't in no way, it was being pushed on me. And it made me trust the therapist I was seeing more because I was like, all right, you're not you're not trying to force something on me and and within about a year it was less than a year really i got back to myself but i didn't have any desire to work out i i even took a blood test and my testosterone levels were super low like when you're in that funk man you don't want to do anything so i could relate to that as much as i can't relate to the combat stuff but were, were any of the va doctors or or anyone in general telling you like no you need to be on all this I'm
0: off uh, or lowering the dose um and it, it was I wanted to just cold turkey drop it and the doctors were like absolutely not um which was probably smart I think if I would have just boom threw them all in the trash and just cold turkey would have been like way worse
1: yeah the withdrawals um, are terrible I mean that's the you watch those rehab shows and you know where people will go to jail and have to stop taking that stuff like it's it's hell
0: yeah and but a, a lot of the some doctors were um but a lot of doctors were well, you know, if, it, if it's if it been working, you know, you should really take this the full dose. You, you know, you shouldn't uh, take it down. But if you want to take it down, that's your choice. But we're not going to recommend it. So I really had to kind of like force myself in a way to say, yeah, the full pill is there. But let's take half. Let's take half and see what happens. And then when I realized like, okay, I could take half, then a little while long, So I had to stair step myself down. But a lot of doctors, and I don't want to. You know, bash all the doctors or whatever that are out there doing good things, but it's a bureaucracy. Especially in, in, you know, we'll talk about this soon. I'm sure in my new role, you know, you really see the other side of the VA, and it's it's not a business where they're they're all trying to uh, raise up that pharmaceutical guy, that next guy in line, but it's very much they don't want they want to have a clear conscience. So if they need to give you 30 pills. They're going to give you 30 different pills, then have that one guy who like goes off uh, like far right. And, you know, no one wants to see the guy go far off right. But maybe a lot of that has to do with the abundance of pills and then they won't refill a prescription. Now you've got withdrawals. Now you go out on the street and you're looking for a medication to make you feel as good as you were in the cycle. and, And it's just it's a it's a very brutal cycle. Um, that I get to, you know, see. Unfortunately, a lot you just see a lot of guys um, spitting out, and it, it's usually a direct result. Or when I was with the uh, Veterans Treatment Court, a lot of it was the, um, you know, hey, I, I need this medication. I need the uh, uh, methadone. I need this. I need this. I need to go out to these like flyby night where you can go and pay cash for these doctors to give you the methadone shot just so you can, and it's, it's just sad, it's tragic. And there was only one place that those vets were going and I was uh, right to jail or right down into like the pits, pits of hell. And thankfully, um, well, the majority of them pulled themselves up, but it, it was it was a fight and a lot of them had to go inpatient and suffer through those withdrawals like you were talking about um, and, and just go through absolute hell. Um, but now they seem to be doing really well. So that's great to see as well.
2: Uh, hey, uh, Israel Israel Matos is a good buddy of mine, He's a Marine that, that served in Afghanistan and, and actually saved a couple of his buddies by pushing him out of the way and jumping in front of a donkey. It was a donkey ID, actually. I can't remember which province it was. I think it was up near coast. So, uh, But he mentioned something to me when he came training that you know, he had multiple surgeries on his his knee, was jacked, his leg. I mean, he he was blown up. His leg was jacked up. And, and he said Florida now with the the oxy they would only give him just a and it wasn't enough to numb the pain and I know because I was on oxy when I had ripped my quad in half and and uh, man the first week there wasn't enough oxycontin no there was I it hurt I don't it was so much pain but Florida did it and they've and and help correct I could be wrong guys just for do my do your fact checking out there but Israel told me that just even recently because he still had to have multiple surgeries and he's still in a lot of pain that because of the the overuse of oxy and other other sort other narcotics uh, prescription narcotics that florida now minimized where now they don't give enough you can't he's like he said i was getting maybe two pills a week no i like holy shit! i <laughs> the first time i know it's like i'm, I'm correct I, I, I may be off on that but i know it was not even near what i needed to take that first week where I think I, you know, I, I, I was, and I like, I got to look at my prescription, but it was, it was just a small percentage of what I was really taking, what I was taking out there. So going into this, and you're talking about this, you know, where guys are not getting their refills or not getting enough pills. I think some are getting too much. Yeah. What's the answer? Because now the VA, because I'm here, some VA's overdo it. And then there's others that are not doing enough How do we fix that? Is it fixable? What do we what do we do? Because what I heard from it, that was horseshoe. And and Florida's pretty I love Florida. I think Florida is the one state that actually is doing things right in this United States of America. But when I heard that from the VA system where they're limiting painkillers for people that really need them based off their surgeries. Who's making those decisions? Is it somebody saying, oh, hey, he, well, his knee surgery only involved this, so he only gets three, 3,200 milligrams per week? And how's that, how's that determination made?
0: Uh, you know, I, I think it, it's, it's made by the, 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 uh, the health administration, the VHA. Um, and weirdly enough, there's the VHA and the VBA. And even though they're the same entity, just two different branches. Neither one of them talk to each other. It's like two hands like floating off into space. Um, Like the right hand has no idea what the left hand and vice versa. And I'm like, it's dumbfounding. Um, But honestly, and, and and I know there's a ton of research and opinions on this stuff, but I really think it's not so much the holistic approach this needed, but there's gotta be an alternative to the, um you know the pills like if CBD oil works or CBD stuff works then I mean why are we not using it why is it um like like a taboo and and I know the VA down here in Texas even the mention of CBD um or if guys who came into the veterans treatment court the criminal justice system or on probation CBD uh, makes them pop and they can yeah. get uh, they can get violated for using CBD oil. So now they're off CBD oil that was working for them. Now they're in pain again, weird that they're drinking and going back to the street. Yeah. It, it, and it's such a, and I really think, and I've heard nothing but good things about the CBD products. And I'm like, why are we not using that if it's working for pain? And you know, for one bottle of CBD oil, I don't know how much it costs, but I mean, how much does pumping out um, you know, those 30 count of Motrin yeah. or 30 counts of Norco or 30 count. I mean, who's, I, I mean, there's got, and I really hope it's not about money, but if it, if it is, then God, VA, you know, like look at the CBD oil and look at what you could really do for, um for this type of, you know, for all these vets. And I think honestly, that would be a, a huge solution to this this op- opioid epidemic
1: hey guys hope you're enjoying this interview with chris whitmore author of uh, tired to triumph tired to triumph 2 uh before we continue fort scott munitions is a manufacturer of multi federal patented solid copper and brass cnc spun ammunition it's designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military-grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC-spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger, go to fsm.com. Use the promo code Battleline. You'll get twenty percent off. Whether it's t-shirts, whether it's ammo, hats, any of that cool stuff. Some of the bigger gear, uh you'll get a discount. It might not be fifteen percent off, but yeah, just check it out. FSM.com promo code Battleline. Best ammo on the market. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, Battleline Tactical, and the Battleline Podcast. Also, longtime sponsor of us photonist defense so glad to have them continuing to stay on board with us uh you could speak to this they are the best night vision out there um you've been training people on it with phil Otto. we'll fill back on the show soon but yeah they, they're they're tremendous guys uh,
2: you know they talk about auto gating if you don't know what that is look it up but it's basically the ability for that for that night vision to refocus it at at high speeds. so at least by our eyesight, high speed. So when you're looking at something at night that you, you can see it clear and you want to be able to see it clear quickly. It, it'll help you. If you're a hunter, of course it's going to help you. If you're still a tactician kicking indoors, you want the best quality night vision out there. And Photonis is you want the ability to be able to go home at night after an operation. So guys, if you're in charge of a police department, you're with the military, look at Photonis defense, you want your people to go home at night you want your people to have the best gear photonis is the best night vision by far out there there's nobody even close so Get with them. If you're just an avid hunter, go grab it, guys. You're gonna see a world of difference when you go out shooting hogs, coyotes, whatever you do, uh, with your night vision. It's it's tremendous. So Photonis Defense and with Phil, Phil's feels, feels good, dude. We wouldn't be with Photonis Defense if they didn't have integrity up in their top head shed. And they do, I as all our companies that are with us do. So Photonis is amazing. Look at them, get your night vision from them. And for you, uh you you military and law enforcement types. Put your people in them so they
1: can come home at night, guys. It's best out. Yeah. Yeah. Check them out. So now you can have the superpower to see in the dark with the Viper binocular night vision system by Photonis Defense, which is the global leader in night vision solutions, providing more high quality night vision capabilities than anyone. Military, law enforcement, and public safety end users utilize Photonis Defense solutions to give them the edge at night in tactical situations and rescue operations. Hunters, shooters, boaters, and enthusiasts can rely on the Photonist Defense Viper Binocular to become masters of darkness. The new Viper Binocular system carries the same features and benefits as the Photonus Defense Viper Monocular with a ruggedized body and harnesses the power of the echo intensifier tubes, giving you sharper images, reduced halo, and industry-leading ultra-fast auto-gating. Across the range of dynamic operating conditions, visit Photonist Defense dot com for more information. That's simply P H O T O N I S defense dot com, photonisdefense.com or look for Photonis Defense product options from your night vision dealer. And now let's get back to our interview with Marine Scout sniper Chris Whitmore. Yeah. It's just and, uh, in on, and and on the more um like alternative side of the spectrum, I guess you would put it in your state I know that like Dan Crenshaw has been pushing for veterans who need to take psychedelics, who want to take like mushrooms, or I don't know if it's like ayahuasca and that type of stuff. And I know to some people, it'd be like, that sounds crazy. But I mean, personally, it's just me. I mean, I'd be for an all of the above approach, depending on who the person is. And truly, anything that's going to stop guys from killing themselves, I'm I'm into looking at, you know, why not?
0: Absolutely. Or I mean, and, and there's ways to monitor it. I mean, if it, if it, guys are on probation i mean if if the va needs to um you know if they're like hey we're going to not give you a 30 count of motrin but we're going to give you a bottle of cbd oil and then in you know uh for the first like two months or whatever we're going to do you know like spot checks with your blood work and like uh uh, urinalysis and just to make sure it's not being abused or taken to the you know too much uh, or taken to a dangerous level and just monitor um, how it's going. And I think without, because I remember, and I'm sure uh, you do as well, uh, you guys as well, on that Norco, it was like, you know, like taking one and then you're watching the clock. You're like, okay, when can I <laughs> take the next one? When can I take the next one? And, you know, if, and then you run out and you're like, shit, uh, doc, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, the bottle spilled or the, uh, the dog ate my homework, you know, the, anything you could think of. And then you were shit out of luck. And I was like, then of course, here I am looking in the, the medicine cabinet. I'm like, what does my wife have for pain that she just got done? So I'm looking for this code, the Tylenol three coding. I'm looking for the, the, just whatever would work. And I'm just like, ah, you know, to give up all of that and have to go through that. Addiction and that, that just beat down, uh, that personal beat down to change it up for a, a bottle of oil or a patch or whatever. I mean, I, that would be that'd be oh that would be amazing, and and I think, and I don't know, I, I've never used it, but I don't is CBD like a um like super addictive where you constantly- no, like, I, no you know no, I, well, not that's at the all. thing,
2: the, the net and that's what I was looking up on my phone here is is the net my bottle's forty five bucks for three hundred milligrams which is a, which is for a month. That's a month's worth of which is nothing i mean that's that's the, uh, there's one pill that costs and and but now you can get in different dose different uh, dosages which can be stronger but the the good the cbd that that i use and the ones that we would recommend they take the i don't know what what it is but the hallucinogenic properties they take out of it yeah. so you're not getting high you don't want that's i don't want that why do i want to go to and that, that that's why i'm not into going to a, a a natural a natural drug like shrooms or 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 smoking pot because it's still it's taking it's turning me into that i can't zombie and i've smoked weed i've taken shrooms before i maybe back in the day back <laughs> when i it was back in my and and there yeah when i did t- yeah we were at a party i'm at a party i'm hanging out i'm drinking i'm smoking i'm that was back when I was playing college ball not that I did that in college ball either, but maybe I did when a little bit in college <laughs> but that's what that's what kids used to do in college and now they protest and they become is they become activists and they don't have fun anymore but that was back in the good old days in college but like I said it you did it that but that's not what I want from CBD oil I want it just to just to really just take the edge off but not to where I'm a zombie and also, exactly. it does help the anti, you know, the secondary properties. It does definitely help the anti-inflammation. I mean, uh, the inflammation—it's anti-inflammatory. So not only am getting the, getting the uh, the 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 edge off the the anxiety or depression, but also my knees feel better, my elbows feel better because all the all that my Crohn's disease is is in check. It's been a remission forever because, and I can say um, a lot of that's the CBD. But I guess you know, with the VA system. I, I think a lot of it, and, and there's people who disagree with me I've on the show, they've disagreed with me. I think it is money. I think it is the pharmaceutical companies making a buttload of money. I, I, I think that's, and I think it's also, they got to keep us in check, brother. You can't have guys that know how to do the shit we do <laughs> coming unglued because, because America's going to, or they think America's going to, and I do think, and maybe it may, I'll be labeled a conspiracy theorist. That's fine. But I, I do think there is, Hey, we got to keep these guys in line man if we don't you got a bunch of trained motherfuckers out there that just get just hey just give it's uh, there's a lot of us out there just just give me an excuse just give me a fucking absolutely intro. but we also know that we don't want to go that route because we've seen the devastation and destruction and that if wars cause you've been in fallujah ramadi what are they not having removed ramadi ramadi and fallujah is when you win and what did we do we destroyed the infrastructure no water, no toilets, no electricity that I don't want that. I want to shit in my, I I don't, (laughs) but, but I I do think that, that, that there is money, but I also think there's a sense of control too with veterans and keeping us in in as when we're, we're allowing them to do that by keeping us in a zombie like state, unless you can like yourself or myself, find other avenues where I don't want to be there. I want to be like this again. But I also want to be in control because because we got to have an outlet. Because in the military we did have an outlet. We could go kick in a door. There's my outlet right there. Go it or I'm going to shoot or I'm going to blow something up. What's my outlet now? My outlet's physical training. Your outlet's physical training and writing and officiating. Mine is being a taking my kids out and goofing or you know I have other outlets. But am I way off thinking that? Because I just i have been watching this for years now, and this is really the first time where I've said this conspiracy theory thing. I do feel that way a, a little bit. I do feel like there's a control. Like we got to keep these guys in control. Well, how do we do that? We keep them in a zombie-like state where they and now they're dependent on us because they're dependent on these pills. They're not getting off them. Cause I see a lot of veterans that have become dependent on these damn pills. And they're Absolutely. not finding other avenues where they should. We we know how to do that. Or or am I or you can say, Chris, you got a dick growing out of your forehead. I don't know what the hell you're talking about.
0: No, I, I think you're absolutely right on that one. Um, I, I think it is. I mean, they have to justify their their existence. And if they don't have the, the I don't want to call it the zombie line, but the people going in and out of that pharmacy. Uh, and I mean, even uh, I went to the, the doctor the other day for a checkup. I had to go pick up um, like a refill at the pharmacy. And the waiting room was just packed full of all these young, and I call them young kids. I mean, I'm only 47, but (laughs) like all these like young, like, um, I mean, early on, uh, service members are just, every seat is filled and they're just waiting in, waiting in line for the next, the next fix. And I'm like, God, like these pharmacies are, are, are the modern day legalized drug dealers. I mean, they're, they, I mean, it, it's just, it's, uh, it's unbelievable, like what is happening. Um, and then of course the VA, uh, now that I'm, um, out of the veterans treatment court, one of the, uh, it was a great decision because it was, it was time to like, I enjoyed helping vets through that process. And I still give them advice, um, constantly, but I knew that I I wanted to do something more or i had that three-year itch where i'm like okay i need to go somewhere else i need to like keep uh keep fresh I, I can't get stagnant in in a job so i went over to uh the county side where we help um vets active duty service members um and all that stuff file va claims so they don't have to go through the va they don't have to go through the um, out here the texas vet commission the, the dav the Purple Hearts, Green Beret—I mean, there's so many um, organizations. Um, but I can tell you, I was busy at the VTC. It's another level of busy, uh, helping with VA uh, claims, and now I go over and talk to uh, the service members on the bases um, as they're transitioning out, so they can do their VA uh, claim before they even pick up their DD two fourteen. And you know, I even go over there and. Uh, even though my boss doesn't like me to do this because he thinks I'm taking time away from what, something else, but I go talk to like the med board guys, um, because I, I went through the med board when I got out. And, and so just have, uh,
1: not to interrupt you, but because w- I know you were saying you transitioned to a different job. So what is it exactly is it that you do other than the football officiating?
0: Uh, I'm now a, uh, Bexar County, uh, mil- uh veteran service officer, uh, which means I'm basically accredited. Through the va through dav through tvc uh texas vet commission through the national accreditation for county uh veteran service officers I'm like a freaking therapist with a thousand initials after their name
3: <laughs> um, but,
0: but now i actually can uh sit down walk these people for every every claim there is appeals increases new claims uh the worst ones of course are when the surviving spouses come in uh um, wow. Or, or the moms you know come
2: in we handle the uh, the survivor benefits the burial allowance that's you know, huge all dude it. that is so fucking huge i wish i would have had somebody like you i I did finally 10 years later find somebody like you to help me with my claim but i didn't i did i didn't, i don't think people realize that you have no idea how much stress a person like you takes off someone like me has no fucking clue how to do claims or how to go through the process the survivor I, I, I you, you know, give, do you have a, if you could, I, I'd love to hear. I mean, what's a great feel good story that, do you have any from, I, I'm hoping you do, but, you know, because you you have no idea how much you help. You're helping just as much as being the number two man coming in and covering the number one man on the door. I mean, that's essentially what you are, dude. You're the two man covering everybody's six when after you fall that one man in and he misses the guy, <laughs> he misses the guys yeah. you pop in, pop in the room. I, cause that, I don't think realize that's that's that shit is hard. It's I I don't know. How to do it. I need help. I have to go find help to still do claims to, today. And luckily, there's more assets. But yeah, give me a story, man, if you could um, from, from that. If you haven't, if you haven't, if not, no sweat.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where Bank of America can help.
0: like blown away, like um, I had a guy, um, Oh man, wait, basically about two weeks after I got cleared hot and fully accredited, a uh, guy came in, he was, you know, an older 91 year old guy wow. uh, with his, um, with his wife and his older daughter. And he, he breaks out this little uh, folder that's got these like carbon copy DD two fourteens, like the little, and I'm like, what, the? F- what is this? And I start looking at it 1952, 1950, like old school. Like uh, he was in the Korean War um, as a, a Marine infantry guy. He did one tour in Korea, two tours in Vietnam. And he comes in and he's pretty much coherent. I mean, he's, you can definitely tell he's got a little bit of dementia and he's, um, you know, really trying to hold on to the memories, but he's just happy to still be alive. And I'm like, God, I might. And he, um, we ended up able to get him for the very first time uh, right out the gate we w- took him from nothing to uh a hundred percent got him uh wow got him up there and they backdated him uh because a lot of it was agent orange so they backdated it to early 2022 so he got you know not a ton of money um but to him i mean it was life-changing it was uh oh man i don't know um 50 or sixty thousand uh back pay at 91 years old and like they come back in and the dot, da- you know him his daughter his his wife come in and they want to um you know discuss the form like what it all means and what what benefits do they have now and you know they're paying property tax which is ungodly right now uh but being at 100% now they they don't have to worry about that anymore cuz it's tax exempt now now he's getting four thousand dollars extra a month that they never had coming in. They've got this big lump sum um of money coming in, and I'm just like, man. And and the wife was in tears. She's like, she's like, I don't even know what to do with this forty thousand. She's like, I, I don't know what to do with it, and she's uh, she's in tears. And I'm like, ah, you know what? And that's what makes the job worth it because there's so many companies out there <clears throat> that you know god bless them or whatever but there and thankfully there's a law being passed uh, currently and hopefully it gets passed to prevent them from charging veterans to do claims because these people were charging 30% of the difference of wow. of claims and you know these people come in and they're like you know i i just spent $2,000 on this lawyer who said he was going to do this claim for wait, me. And are wait, are you kidding? there? there are people do. I have no, idea. Yeah. are you shitting me all over the United States the, On average, they, they start out with a 900 hundred dollar retainer, and then they make them sign a contract usually between 20 and 30% of the difference. So let's say you went from 80 to hundred, I don't know, whatever, uh, we'll say $2,000 and you get uh, $30,000 in back pay they're going to get 25 percent of the back pay and that difference for one month just to do the claim and i tell people all the time i was like don't pay, don't even think about paying me a dime like my time yeah i get paid for doing this job through the county it's a county position that that's all i need i mean i can have them in and out in um on average if it's a real difficult claim at like an hour and 15 minutes wow. that's it and i was like there's no way anyone could justify that their time is worth $20,000 an hour like i mean no one um,
2: I, what i always thought what i went through the DAV and then they gave me i guess it would have, they it would have been called a VSO a veteran service officer at the time but it was something else and it was it a was guy that worked at the job for uh i was back then i'm old as hell dude but i didn't uh, Aren't you guys always available? Because I, I didn't have to pay a dime. It was it was a he was a government employee. He worked for he was not through the disabled job service. who is who he was through job service. So they sent me the job service because because I was trying to figure out how to do how I was going to pay for things. And he's like, well, I'm also a veteran. You served and and I, I handle claims. When did are there not that are there are there not just veteran assistance officers out there to help you do the what about claims and benefits through the VHA through the Vel- veterans health administration D- do they not help do that anymore or do you have to go through an outside source cuz that's that's bullshit that's complete bullshit you no
0: know, they don't have to right now the VA um and the DAV unfortunately are on a um uh like a revolving door they they don't if you go see one DAV person you come back two weeks later you're going to see a different person a wow, different person okay. there's no case management at all um, and they're backed up about six months the va is backed up about six months um for appointments but for us i can usually get someone in in about a week and a half and how we do it is if you start with one of us you're going to finish with one of us that's it and so we do a case management um so there's a continuity um the problem is a lot of people do the claims themselves and and this is what we we ask people in those briefs not to do you know everyone's smart enough to do the claim there's no question about it but there's so much little verbiage and and if you put one date wrong or if you put yeah. a word that's not physically written in your medical book bam there's the va's way of denying it and you know we get these people in on their fifth denial and they're like oh you know i I keep getting denied because i keep submitting the same crap to the va and i'm like well weird because they're just denying the same stuff (laughs) Uh, and then they go out and they spend three thousand plus dollars at these these vultures as i call them um attorneys because they think oh i can hire an attorney they they guarantee me a hundred percent or they guarantee me this and i tell them all the time i was like if you don't have it in your service book or if you don't have it from a doctor saying this was caused by something yeah. related to your service, God Himself's not going to get you hundred percent. It's just that simple. Yeah. And this is one of the like God, yeah. most rewarding. And one more that I think is my, the, the Korean war guy was, was awesome. And he told me, I'm just here because I want my uh, wife covered when I, uh, when I die, eventually I want her covered under the benefits. And I'm just like, I was like, God, I, I don't, I mean, how do you even answer that kind of thing? Yeah um lady came in um and she was about to hire a lawyer who was going to charge her three thousand dollars to do a survivor claim and i said please tell me you didn't pay this person and she's like well they said that they're going to get all the medical records that i need and i was like okay i said do you have the death certificate yeah it's right here i was like okay looked at it hypertension diabetes agent orange easy he was service-connected for the stuff. I was like, do you have the burial receipt? Yeah, it's right here. I was like, okay, we're done. And and and, boom! <laughs> here comes the waterworks. I'm like, shit. Um, but her husband had been gone since 2017. She's had a, str- I mean, just a whole myriad of things gone wrong. Her house burnt down due to firework. I mean, just this poor lady had just a beating of stuff. And we were able to do the claim. And um it was back to 2017 when he passed away because she was getting his Social Security. We were able to retro it all the way back to 2017. uh Got her back pay of 175
2: thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's and and it's for those out there that think that it's it's well worth it, if not even more so with the stuff you go through uh, and the shit there everybody you've earned it people that serve earned it earned every penny every penny and i don't give a fuck what anybody says that hasn't served um yeah. especially those back back pay because that i got back paid on mine because i i didn't even know i'd qualify for so that nobody told us anything i didn't know i qualified yeah i'm hurt we're all hurt everybody gets hurt what is it in your records well yeah some of it is but you know back in the day too marines if you're an infantry or you're in special ops you don't you don't go yeah you don't go to the doctor <laughs> you don't go to see your shirt unless a leg is broken and it's tangling on by a freaking tendon you don't go so you just wrap it up and you so so uh, what do you see with that because I, I I I'm a lot of guys that you did not because I think the younger generation they've learned not that they're I do think we are getting weaker every generation. The greatest generation is a lot stronger than my generation. And so I do believe that. I just think that's just, Jeanette, I think that's in the genes, but I think the younger generation has gotten smarter that they do go to sit call more. Maybe they don't, I, I don't know. I haven't been in it in a while, but you know, the past generations, like the 91 year old, I guarantee you, he didn't tell his wife, his wife made him come in. I guarantee. I just like, we should do 100%. it. For yeah, problem, 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 but, but. Do, do you, how do you, how do you help those guys that have been hurt? I, I got lucky. I, I I had a little thing in there about my knee and he's like, airborne ranger, you got your jump log? Yeah, here's my jump log. Okay, we got you. You, you got a little bit in your knee, we'll take care of you. And, and I did, I got some, some disability, but you just said, if it's not in your records and a lot of times that shit wasn't in our records because it wasn't cool to go to sit call. You don't do that. So, how do you help them, or can you or, or are you just pretty much hosed if if it, like you said, God yourself can't get you, or is there a way that maybe we can go around God a little bit to get to get get to get those disability because I bet there's a ton of people out there listening to this right now. they're like dan, how do how do I do? I should have went to sick call. I didn't. That wasn't the manly thing to do at the time. Can you still help me? What do you do we,
0: and uh, for the people who are on active duty because I was that way all, all the way from the beginning to two thousand 14, when I started the med board process, my thing was like the annual checkups that you had to go through. It was paper thin. Once I got out and I had to go through all these appointments, it's boxes full of crap. Um, So for the ones that are still in, we try and get in front of, you know, um, about a year out, because they're actually making them go through uh, the initial TAP briefing separation brief a year out. So they have to, like, they're starting really early. So we go in there and we tell them like, you know, it's no longer, you're not re enlisting, you're not deploying, you're not getting promoted, you're gotcha. not um, any of that stuff. Um, <clears throat> you need to now take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself and get the stuff annotated, when that door slams,
2: the machine keeps rolling and you're going to be left in the street. So, on that A cap physical, we call it A cap. And when you're, <laughs> you go, that's, that's how I got mine in there. My buddies, yeah. they said, my, my command, I had a great commander. He was tremendous captain. I too, I had tremendous commander, right? They're like, you tell them everything that you haven't said the last three years, you yeah. tell, you go through everything that hurts you because keep going. Okay, am keep going. I'm sorry. I just brought back a memory right quick at, at yeah, Fort Lewis. We tell them like head to toe. If you need to go
0: every three weeks, go every three weeks. And a lot of people that we, we have to tell as well as stop um, treating yourself over the counter with Walgreens, CVS, stuff like that. It's annoying, but go get, especially if you're on activity, go get a prescription from the doc. That way you have record. Cause we can't submit receipts from CVS. Like we just can't. Um, but for the guys who are out, if, and, and, and hopefully the doctors are not, but I've heard doctors are charging up to $600 for these things. Um, they're called nexus letters. And if you, Have a doctor who will do it, which they should do it for free. There's no reason they should charge, but regardless, they do. A nexus letter is something that the doctors will give their medical opinion, saying uh, lower back, this degenerative, whatever thing that every person in the world probably has, is a a direct result of being um, in the military. One sentence with a medical uh, diagnosis, not just, I think it might be, because sometimes they'll write, I think it might be this. Due to you know whatever multiple deployments, but if they will write due to time and service, it, it's it's the scarlet letter. It's it's checking the box because the VA is not going to question have their doctors question another doctor saying oh we're better than you because now we got a Supreme Court issue and the VA is broke they uh, or they're not broke but the VA doesn't want to get into that kind of um, uh, legal argument. Um, so a nexus letter is vital. So the, I guess the answer to that, uh, Chris, is if it's not in the record book, if they see their doctor and their doctor's write, this injury is due to their time in service, um, or is more likely than not their time in service, it, it's a done deal. It's the easiest claim in the world because then it's, um, the the VA can't say, well, it might, you know, it may be the old age, or it's maybe, it, it's almost like a, um, uh having something related to agent orange it, it's an automatic it's 30 days it's less than 30 days to get those approved um if we know someone was it, they have the the diagnosis uh, in their record they have to have a diagnosis they can't just say oh I think I have migraines well I have migraines on a daily basis um but uh it, as long as it's diagnosed and if they They have proof that they were in Vietnam or they were in um, Iraq, you know, whatever. Sure. A burn pit area, boom, presumptive. It's a presumptive condition, takes 30 days to get approved and it's done.
1: It's, it's, uh, that's cool.
2: I mean,
0: that's, that's You're you're
1: doing, you're doing a great service, man. And, um, but I, I do want people to definitely pick up the book here just because I know we're on limited time, but it is great. Amazon really is the best place for people to get it, right? The new book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amazon right now is, uh, definitely the best place. It's, uh, it's super published. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, self-published. It's, a uh, 999. Um, it's, uh, you know, if you're Amazon prime free shipping, it's super, uh, super quick. It comes, uh, I definitely wanted to put in all the, the color for colorful, colorful, ah, colorful photos. <laughs> so yeah, it's, they're great. um, so it's Marine proof, you know, we can like sit there and flip <laughs> through the photos it's like a kid's book. Um, and, and it's, uh, like you said, it's, it's a super fast read. Um, there's not a lot of them in there, but it's, uh, um I, and i've heard some great comments so far you know not every single one hits home with somebody but there's different ones that hit home and uh, you know people have been like you know like that one reading it and now it starts to get their mind working and uh things like that so it's been uh it's been definitely really rewarding
1: it's awesome man yeah. so once again it's terror to triumph to <laughs> darkness to light and then if you want to pick up the full book the first book tired of triumph and then I should say if you want to pick up the t-shirt of this badass cover right they're still on grunt style because that it just it is a great great it, cover it, and did um,
2: grunt style pay are they giving your sigils for those t-shirts if not you motherfuckers give them some residuals for this damn t-shirts are they tell me they are Chris oh you sons of bitches at Grunt Style! I swear you just like black rifle coffee and everybody else just not, wait not what's pay- what's
1: the deal with that because i just i just saw that you had a shirt through grunt I heard, style
2: and they should you should be getting money for that what the hell grunt style take care of your own son uh, of a and i ended up having to do
0: a i wish i didn't have to do this but i decided to roll it into a um like a fundraiser where it went to um uh like dav or, or different things to help support Okay, so, you, so
2: they did give some okay so i feel like a shithead now okay <laughs> my bad my bad i, it,
0: I take it, was, it all back. It was like four bucks a shirt i mean it was it was super um super low cut but i mean that's fine you know um and unfortunately though uh ian i have to share the bad news it is no longer on um grunt style because it was just like a limited
1: edition run right yeah
0: it was a limited edition run however um however comma um (laughs) the uh grunt style i I wanted to work with them i wanted to work with under armor they said um Deuces. They they didn't want to play. So I'm like, okay, um, whatever. So, um, my wife's envision for this is going to be to open up a private practice, um, under this thing. And I'm also creating, uh, some new, um, new shirts with this logo and they're going to be out soon. We started up an LLC under the, the book Terror to triumph.
1: It it is a great cover you know they always say don't judge a book by its cover but i did with this one because of the fact that like chris and i get sent so many books the oh, when yeah. i saw this it, it piqued my interest and that's why <laughs> i was originally like we got to have this guy on so um and, and of course your background just reading that i was like this this would be a great guest so it's at usmc 9550 on all social media usmc uh 9550 and yeah man i mean I, I think hopefully this inspired some people and maybe even gave them some solutions to issues that they're facing. So definitely honor Avenue on for the, uh, for the second time, man.
2: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was Chris. So are you, those, you're going to start doing your own merchandise and then having your own website, is that what you're, so m- when you get that, give it to us and we'll, we'll get it out there for you as best we can. And, and, uh, uh you know, to our, cause I, I, I do, I think by merchandise, I think just like everybody else out there, some of the bigger companies that were our veteran. I think they're turning into a lot, just like Apple and and Samsung and everybody. They 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 get a lot of they get a lot of mileage off of us for for very very little. And I I really do. I think that's the best way to do it. If you can, is just have control of it. Whether you maybe not have the reach that some of those bigger companies do because they just hit it at the right time. You have control, and and you know it. Success depends on you, and 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 you can put stuff out there without having somebody else take the the taking your ends and, and uh and so please do right because i think that yeah that t-shirt was pretty badass I, I thought it was awesome And anything else you put out there i'm sure you're pretty talented i i don't have that sort of yeah, that talent that you have man as far as just art and and being able to write and and the the the, the image you've written three books that. though i i can do it pretty good but not do poems that's that's talent man that's like a songwriter i mean to me that's that t- I I can't rhyme shit, dude. I can't, I can't rhyme right now. I'm trying to think of something to rhyme with now, and I can't think of anything. So I I I do uh I do admire you, brother, and and what you're Thank doing you. right now for the veterans. That is huge. Having had to go through that myself, of filing a claim after the fact, um, and the stress that it caused until finally I did find somebody that says I can help you, and it did. It took him an hour that <laughs> something I couldn't do for ten years. That's a huge, huge deal, and, and uh, man, those stories you just told—those are those are awesome, man. Those those made the podcast for me, especially the uh, yeah. both both stories. They're just amazing. So uh, you're still doing it, man. That you're still a hero out there. And I love your faith in God, and I love you. I love those crosses behind you. That's, that's excuse my excuse me, God forgive me, but that's fucking awesome. I love
1: that. Guys. I love it. Although I did say them, I felt like I was like doing a podcast in a church or something. Them, but that's, that's what it looks like to me. But uh, no, man, I, I appreciate it and thanks for coming on and uh, yeah, appreciate it, man.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, thank you again. Um, it's always huge to hang out with you guys and uh, and talk. And if uh, you know anyone is needing of assistance, uh, and I I try and tell everyone this: do not pay a dime to have uh, a claim done. There's so many free resources out there. Um, I'm on all the social media stuff. If you have a question and you're listening to this, shoot me a message, You know, I'll be more than happy. Even if you don't wanna use me to help you do it, I'll walk you through the process. It, it's it's nothing but a uh, 10 minutes to type up a thing, it's not a big deal. Um, so uh, please feel free to ask away, ask any questions you may have. Um, all, all the social media sites, uh, definitely not uh, hard to find. Um, but yeah. Uh, Thank you, buddy. YouTube. Hey,
1: I'll talk to you later, man. I think,
3: appreciate it, man. That's all for this episode of Battleline Podcast. But we're always posting new content on social media. Follow us on Instagram at Battleline Podcast and on Twitter at Line Pod. That's an order. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes up every Tuesday. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice. Believe in yourself, face all challenges head on, and as always, never quit.